Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. First thing, I was freshly dipped, as we used to say. Well, I had a little back-to-school outfit on. I'm getting up in the mornings now, doing the radio show. Had the backpack on, everything, got the computer in. I felt, really felt like it was the first day of school. Then I, I said, how did I get this on my... So, I, you know, this is early in the morning. Nothing's open, right? You got one deli a couple mm-hmm. blocks away. Grab a little breakfast, bring it over. Right away, I got a stain on my khakis. But people can't see the khakis. Grease <laughs> stain all over the khakis. I haven't worn khakis since high school. I'm going to be real with you, Max. Okay, when's the last time you ever... Have you ever worn khakis? Uh, yeah. Yeah. What do you do when it's, when it's hot out? I, I, but I haven't, I haven't had khakis. I don't think I had khakis on as a grown man. No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Since high school. Since high school. Listen, as you, you can plainly Force see, I'm a though. very – Yeah, I got the Air Force. So I got the, the clean they're called Uptowns. The problem with khakis for me, I grew out of – I can't go into a normal store and yeah. purchase khakis. <laughs> you got to go to just, the big and tall shop. <laughs> no, it's just that, like, the, the stores, like, that was fire growing up in high school and in college no. – you know, the Banana Republics, those I can go, I could, but now I can't even, it ain't gonna work. My legs are too big at these, <laughs> this stage. It's like, no, nah, not gonna work, son. Not gonna, me, right the, off the, the largest, rack. The largest we have is a 28. Oh, well, you thank did, you. you. <laughs> they only had a 28 waist. Like, what is, what is this store made for ants? It's like, uh, you did come in looking fresh, though. Yeah, that's you right. Did come back, in looking I feel clean. like I'm going back to school with my backpack on. You should have seen me. Already stained. Day, day one, stained with grease. I'm At least you didn't get it on the this. shoes, though. What's that? At least you didn't get it on the shoes. Yeah, but uptowns are a little bit disposable. Like They look great until you get one mark on them. And then you got you to you gotta get a new pair. I'm from, right? I, don't know, I know Keith's from there. I'm from the place, man. You step on somebody's shoe. I, I, I didn't see fights break out over that. Oh, yeah, one or two. I didn't see real fights break out over it. Step on my shoe again and watch what happens. One or two. I love that. Everyone's at the club, right? Everyone's pushing up against it. And then, yeah, of course, no, no, I didn't do it on purpose. And, yes, I accidentally stepped on your shoe. And why are you wearing yeah, white so, uptowns yeah. to the club yeah, anyway? Right, exactly. Well, it could be. I'll, ki- never, I'll never understand why people get upset when someone step on their shoes. Like, I would rather for you step on my shoe than step on my toes without shoes on. Yes. It's not going to hurt you. Because if it just you gets a, a little dirty. Because if you have a scratch, a little smudge, anything on your shoe. Don't wear them to the damn club. That's then. right. What are you supposed to go, barefoot to the club? What are you supposed to do? All right. Um, <laughs> we're asking you at Keyshawn, J, and Max on the Dr. Pepper Twitter feed what NFL team we're going to le- learn the most about week one. And at Henry Frederick says... The Cowboys will be a great team this year. The hype is real. They'll beat Tampa Bay 27-21. You know what, guys? This is what's funny to me. They're on the road at the defending champs who are returning every starter, and the champs are good, and they're missing uh, maybe their best offensive lineman. Actually, to me, Key, they have an excuse built in. The Cowboys have a built-in excuse to lose week one. Well, look, if they lose week one against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers – so be it, right? You're, you're losing to the defending Super Bowl champions that's bringing all 22 of their players back, plus all their coordinators and the head coach. So you are going to probably lose that game. Teams that win Super Bowls don't repeat, not because it's a hangover, but because they don't bring everybody back. People get to plucking the coordinators, they become head coaches. Players leave for more money because they're now seen in the spotlight and everybody sees them. They want to pay them more money. This isn't the case with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
the Dallas Cowboys, Jay, they got a new defensive coordinator mm-hmm. in Dan Quinn. They got new players on the defensive side of the ball. Their offensive line is makeshift at this point still. So when you look at it, it's like you got a quarterback coming off an injury. So I'm like, okay, if they lose, as long as they don't get run out of the building, I think we can look at the Cowboys and say, okay, they've improved. Key, that latter part that you said, run out of the building, I mean, that's what I'm looking for, right? I expect Tampa Bay to win this ball game. Like, the, Tampa's minus eight in this game. I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that all day long. Just because of all the things that Key just mentioned, especially Zach Martin being out due to COVID. And I, I need to see how Dak Prescott is going to be. I haven't seen Dak Prescott since he got hurt last year. Wait, what did you call him? Key, did you ca- – he's like, I, I thought they hired a new dude. What? Dak, Dak, Dak Prescott. Prescott, okay. What I say? Hey, I don't every, know how you say Dak Prescott. Funny. Every now and then, yeah. we will screw up some names. So. That's just – it's just. I thought I said Dak. I don't no, know. you I said Dak Prescott, but you didn't say Press Scott. So, Prescott. I caught uh, it, but I yeah. didn't – you know, you talked. You didn't call so it I'm out like you, Max called. That's fine. I don't know what happened. I don't know what happened. I got room for improvement. No, go ahead. Your tongue get twisted every now and then. It happens to the best of us, Max. It don't happen to you. Quite Never. I'm perfect. Many in this show. I don't know what you're See, talking about. I'm perfect. I Good. look. I look for the Cowboys. They lose that. Get lose game one yeah. to Tampa, but I, I think the Cowboys are going to start to find their stride. Game two, game three, game four. When they go to. L.A., they play the Chargers. I know Justin Herbert's had an incredible year. I think we're going to see Justin Herbert regress a little bit. Mm. Now, him regressing a little bit is still going to be a top-ten quarterback in the league to me, considering last year the way he played. But I think the Chargers and the Eagles then the Panthers, I think the, the Dallas Cowboys start to put it all together. I think that the first game, number one, that's a tough game to play, man. Just at Bucks, uh, defending national, defending Super Bowl champions, returning everybody. I, I think they're going to take some lumps. I think they find their stride the next three games. Jay – the Dallas Cowboys go to the Chargers. The ch- going to I'm Los saying. Angeles, I know, go, going to Los Angeles to play is like going to Miami in the NBA to play. Just Chances practice. are you're not going to be sleeping well, and therefore you, you probably wind up losing that game. So you're saying, so you're saying <laughs> they're going to start that, off That's a good two, point. Key. A lot of people point to the L.A. teams and say, well, it's hard for a warm-weather team to win in a cold-weather place, and they look at the home-road splits. Actually, they just have a real home-field advantage based on the fact that they're playing in L.A. That's right. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting because the Cowboys, everyone's looking at the Cowboys like, the defense is going to get so much better because how could it possibly be worse, right? And the defense should get better. I don't know if it's going to – like, I, I, I don't know that the Cowboys will be better than 500. If they are, 9 and 8 sounds likely to me. I don't know. You look at the Bucks; They return all 22. Key, you mentioned how guys usually get, you know, poached, right? Like, they, they won a Super Bowl, they get – but they didn't. Your coordinators – by the way, it occurs to me. If you have African-American coordinators, you could probably bring them back, too, because they're not going to get head coaching jobs. It's smart of the Bucks. Let's be honest about it. They have Todd Bowles, and they got Byron <laughs> Leftwich. They're, they're going to be right there, well, right? They don't have to worry on, about getting you know, coordinators. Based on Todd Bowles' last huh? stop, yep. you got to let him kind of simmer a little bit as a coordinator yeah, before you rehire him again. I, I the, this, is not, yeah. this is not Adam Gates, okay? We just don't. We don't just get rehired immediately, Max. We got to kind of wait our You got to build We got to get back in the line again. Yeah, you got to You know, get it's back. like you take the ticket to get in line, and then when you get out of line, people are like, well, you wasn't here. You got to go back to the back of the line. Yeah, well, That's one thing what about Todd look, Bowles has to do. I'd say Todd Bowles, who's an excellent defensive coordinator, the one thing is, I got to say, people are saying, he's a genius. Look at that. Super- what? I mean, 
he didn't bring extra guys. They didn't have an offensive line. And you have a great front seven. Why would you bring? Of course not. So but Mahomes was pressured up, on though. every snap. And everyone was covered up because they didn't have to bring anybody. I mean, like, I, I'm not yeah, downing but, Todd but Bowles. Coaches, He's good. But, but coaches, Max, coaches will screw it up. They'll bring extra guys even though they don't need to bring extra guys just because they don't see the game plan working the way they want it to. Ty Bowles is smart enough to know we can get to him and we can drop guys in the secondary and not worry about it. Yeah, well, by the way, we, we bring this up with quarterbacks. We bring it up at Alabama now, right? Like a lot of being a quarterback is don't screw it up. Don't make mistakes that don't turn the ball over. A lot of coaching too. A lot of coaching. How long did we say with the Patriots, right? Belichick ain't going to give you anything. He's going to wait for you to make mistakes. Uh, same thing with Todd Bowles, you could argue. Well, I, I personally feel that's why we're going to see Tom Brady back in the Super Bowl. A chance to go for eight. Because he's surgical. In a way, he doesn't just mess up those things. And that's why even in his first matchup, look, second year in the system, and Key, you talked about this multiple times, you know, getting a chance to get acclimated to your team, understanding the relationship between him and Bruce Arians. We saw a lot of growing pains last year. I think the Bucks are going to hit their stride this year. Oh, man. They <laughs> and that, that's scary. Stride. Think about that. They haven't hit their stride yet? I don't think so. Woo. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. All guests join us on the Goodyear Hotline. Up next, Key, you're going to tell us which NFL coach can't afford to get off to a hot start. To slow start, sorry. Obviously, they can afford to get off to a hot start. <laughs> hot start. Everybody wants to get, off to, to get off to a hot start. Hot. Boy, you know you're in trouble as a coach if you can't afford to get off to a hot start. <laughs> that, Between that and Dak Prescott, we're off to a great start. All right. Uh, that's after Jay has this from DraftKings. Now is time to celebrate. The NFL is finally back, and DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL, has millions of reasons why you should be excited. To kick off the football season, DraftKings is giving new customers a free shot at a $1 million top prize, with a total of $4 million up for grabs for Thursday's opener. Getting in on Thursday's single-game action is easy. Draft six players from the season opener, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. So... Head to the app now. Fill the NFL action like never before with a free shot at a million-dollar payday. That's right. Download the DraftKings app now and use promo code KJM. This week, new customers can get a free shot at the $1 million top prize and $4 million in total prizes. Enter code KJM to get a free shot at the $1 million top prize with your first deposit. That's code KJM. Only at DraftKings, the official daily fantasy partner of the NFL. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com for details. As a fan, this is amazing. This no, is it the is. time of the year. This is what we talked about. This is real, man. This is real. Are you ready? Because I'm ready. This is Freddie Coleman, and you know I'm ready. This is Greedy. Northwestern is ready. Ian Fitzsimmons here. I'm ready. And so are Oklahoma and Texas. Sort of. The SEC. Football is back, and it kicks off every morning with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max and continues all day on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. 
Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Keyshawn, Jay, Will, and Max, it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. All right, Key. All right, Max. Which coach needs <laughs> right, to get guys. off to a hot start? <laughs> Let me hear it. A hot start? A hot start? Yeah. Hmm. Like, which? who can af- least afford to get off to a bad start? You which know, coach so is on the hot seat, Key? It's so many of them, Max, that I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to pare it down a handful because – when you look at it, the first one that comes to mind for me is Cliff Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. He comes to mind. Tough division, though, right? San Francisco, Seattle, the Rams. But everybody is tough in the National Football League. I just think based on how he was hired, the promises that was made, getting rid of Josh Rosen, which looked good in Atlanta, by the way, um, and now all of a sudden – you decided that Kyler Murray was your guy along with Steve Kimes. You continue to get somewhat incrementally better, but not to the degree that I was promised when we hired you, mm-hmm. if I'm an Arizona Cardinal fan. And I don't see it getting any better for them this year, if, especially if they don't get off to a hot start. And then you can go from there. You can pick on other coaches if you like Vic Fangio, right? Mm-hmm. You you. You, we can start there. We can look at that. We can look at Matt Nagy in Chicago, um, Zach Taylor in, in Cincinnati, Jay. Uh, mm-hmm. Who else? We can look at Mike McCarthy. I mean, there's a bunch of coaches that you can look at. But realistically, who are the ones that if the seat stays hot, they're going to give them their pink slip? Yeah, That's look, the they, key. They, they already cleared out all the guys on the hot seat, really, the hottest seats, right? But I, I would divide these guys into two categories, the guys you mentioned. They're the guys who don't really have quarterbacks, and they could be on the hot seat, but the fact is, without a real quarterback, there's only so much you can do. So, Like Vic Fangio. That's what like saying, right? Vic Fangio. Fangio. I mean, his defense is the most widely imitated in the league but, right now. But what here's he, what I would say, What can say, he do Buster, with a real quarterback? But here's what I would say, Buster, is that Teddy Bridgewater is a real yeah, quarterback for what they need. He's not dynamic, but he's solid. I agree with that. Uh, to me, I look at these coaches. I look at Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor has a quarterback. He's in a, a bad organization um, that has a problem Super winning. bad. Yep, but I look at these other guys. Zimmer has an okay quarterback. You know, like, let's be honest. He's kind of mid-pack starter type, not a franchise guy. Cliff Kingsbury's an interesting choice, I think, Key, because the number one thing I think with Cliff Kingsbury is fresh house. Remember during the draft when we were like, oh, my God, that, that pag was – he got good taste. But, but the, other thing, the other thing about uh, Kingsbury is when, he, when he, his quarterback was healthy, they were getting work done. When they, once he had the shoulder injury and they stopped running – 
right? Kyler Murray, because they're protecting the shoulder. Now you're, by protecting the, you're protecting the shoulder because you're not putting him in danger as much. Now you're affecting the passing. You're affecting the running, and this guy can pick up a lot of yards on the ground because you're not exposing him to danger because of the shoulder. I really think the season went sideways for them as a result of the injury. But, Key, you mentioned it. They're in a brutally tough division. I don't think you get to use that, though, as an excuse why after a certain amount of time with a franchise quarterback who can, who's really dynamic and can play, Listen, like how long can you ride that excuse? I think he – are you you're talking about Cliff Kingsbury? Yeah, Kingsbury. Talking we're talking about hot seats. Okay. I'm looking at Cliff Kingsbury as a guy who, yes, the division is very, very difficult, but you got everything you need. You, you, you have everything you need. I think it's more the system. And then Key has talked about this multiple times. The system is in place, the air rate system, and can you win with that system? Mm. But I, I don't see how you guys, how we just kind of – Zach Taylor's in that conversation, but I don't know how we just kind of glaze over everything that's happened in Chicago with Matt Nagy. I, 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 he, hasn't had a, he hasn't had an offensive line or a quarterback until now. I understand. It, it, well, him and it seems like him and Ryan Pace are joined at the hip to a degree. And just watching last year everything that happened between – Mitchell Trubisky and Nick Foles and the back and forth and whether Trubisky's to play. And now QB1 with Andy Dalton this past offseason. Look, the past they posted back-to-back seasons 8-8, eight and eight, mm. right? They're so far away from that one season, oh, 2000, I think, 18, when they were 12-4, and four, right? That defense is starting to age out. How do you play Justin Fields? I even heard Mike how do Greenberg you not yesterday. Play him, how, do you not, well, how do you not play him? I think you should play him. I heard Mike well, Greenberg yesterday. He brought up an interesting point. In that first game against the Rams, if you have an issue with Andy Dalton, if he gets hurt, do you bring in Justin Fields for that game or do you bring in a guy like Nick Foles to let him, do, let him get through that first game to then bring Justin Fields on a little bit later? Can Justin Fields buy Matt Nagy a little bit more time or is it – he's on the hot seat. Key, I don't what, see how he's key, not key, what Matt, about Matt, that? Matt Nagy is good. He's not going anywhere. They drafted a kid that they're eventually going to play. They didn't draft him for someone else to come in and coach him up. Whether they win this year and go to the playoffs and make a deep playoff. Think about it. The dude has been to the playoffs twice, okay? He's been to the playoffs twice regardless to what we feel about his quarterback expertise. He went 12-4 and four once upon a time with a quarterback that wasn't his. 2018. That he didn't draft. 2018. That he inherited. So then when you look at it, you look at last year, he, he ping-ponged quarterbacks back and forward between uh, Mitch Trubisky, Nick Foles, Mitch Trubisky. He backdoored into the playoffs. So you really can't argue with him. The reason I was on Cliff Kingsbury so heavy is because, as you know, Max, with the good look, the scruffy beard, the whole deal that you have going on, yes, that was Cliff Kingsbury. Handsome. The model was, it was Sean McVay. We want a hot shot. A young, innovative, offensive mind. Look what Sean McVay was able to do. So everybody that was within arm's length of Sean McVay got hired. Zach Taylor, Cliff Kingsbury, uh, Matt LaFleur. Matt LaFleur has had success. And you would say, because Aaron Rodgers. Doesn't matter, though. Two NFC Championship games since he's been the head coach. Cliff Kingsbury, zero playoff appearances since he's been the head coach. And they gave him the quarterback they wanted. So... I obviously think that deserves to be on a hot seat. When you look at Matt Nagy, he doesn't deserve to be on a hot seat because now he gets an opportunity not only to start with a quarterback he wanted in Andy Dalton, but to, if he decided to replace Andy Dalton, to now go with a quarterback he wanted in Justin and Fields. And let me tell you, let me, Jay, let me make another argument here. I want to hear you respond to this. We don't argue on this Nagy show. Nagy and, oh, there will be arguments, Key. 
There will be arguments if we disagree. We just don't have to look for the argument. Now, look, um, Nagy and Pace, to me, that's commendable because it's like the whole problem in sports like in life, short-term incentive motivates behavior usually Mm -hmm. over long-term objective, right? Your short-term incentive. What's Nagy and Pace's short-term incentive? They grabbed Justin Fields, which was smart. I was advocating for that before the draft. Like, if you can move up and grab Justin Fields, do it. I even wanted the Giants to take him, even though they had Daniel Jones. I think he could be a superstar, right? (laughs) Now they got him. They got him. Now, what's in your best interest as a coach and a GM? Boy, play him so you can start winning as soon as possible. To me, they're doing something commendable, which is let's use Andy Dalton as a tackling dummy while we get this offensive line situated and then bring in – uh, uh, Justin Fields, who's obviously QB1 right now in terms of what they can do on the field. I like that, Jay. I like the fact that a, co- that, that, a, that a head coach and a GM are saying, let's put the franchise ahead of the team. Let's put our long-term objective ahead of our short-term incentive. To me, that's a big thing. I don't know. I, like, to me, that means Nagy's not on my hot seat right now. He's not on your hot seat. Well, so... <sighs> couple of things. Number one with Matt Nagy. I hear what you're saying, but now you're telling me because of one move and moving up in the draft, that just washes away everything that we saw last year. No, but he has a quarterback I, now. I, I understand he has a quarterback, and I understand that gives him some time. I mean, it's Zach Taylor has a quarterback, too, coming off an injury. So shouldn't that buy him some time, even though the organization is messed up, even though Good they point. don't want to spend money? They should give him some time with the quarterback, let him be healthy. All I'm saying, going back to Cliffs Kingsbury, is when you look at that division, man, that's a hard, that's a hard division. Best in football. That's a tough division. Russell Wilson, Hall of Famer, okay? The 49ers, team that got to the Super Bowl. It wasn't that long ago. They were right there. Had health issues last year. Look at the Rams, Avery Tool, Matthew Stafford, that defense. They have shown improvement. It's not like they haven't shown improvement. I mean, the year before, they had a losing record. Last year, they were 8-8. Eight and eight. I know some games are close, but it's not like – they're extremely disappointing of a season. They obviously have to perform this year. But I'm saying just to go, hey, we're in a hot seat because he hasn't had one playoff appearance. But they've showed improvement leading into the playoffs. Yeah, I agree but with that. See, and then his, see, the, the quarterback got hurt. In Arizona, the quarterback got hurt. Here, here's what I'm going to say to both of you. It's you don't not, think they can win with the system, kid. It's not about the division being tough. It's everything. You fired Steve Wilkes to hire this guy. Because he didn't do what you thought in one year that you wanted done. Now you allow Steve Kimes to bring in Cliff Kingsbury that was fired from Texas Tech mm. because he couldn't get them to the Frito-Lay Bowl. But that's so not Cliff he, Kingsbury's so, fault. So hold on. That's Kimes. So then, so then you then allow him to tell you he needed a certain quarterback in Kyler Murray. In the National Football League, in order to protect Kyler Murray – You've got to build an offensive line. You have to run the football, something they've yet to do. They well, also went out and got J.J. Watt, A.J. Green, to decide that they're going to bolster up some things to make them better. They drafted Kristen Kirk from Texas A&M. They haven't utilized him nearly as well as they should. Well, let's see what, what DeAndre Hopkins and, and, and Green, like together, they can be an incredible tandem if they can stay on the field. But, Key, what, this is what I sense from you, okay? This, I'm going to play amateur psychologist here. You already you know where You don't it is. think it's fair the way all the anyone connected to McVeigh or who reminded them of McVeigh got these jobs. I agree with you. I, I understand that. But now you've got to separate that out 
from the job Kingsbury's actually doing. And what I saw, you could be, I'm not saying he's doing a perfect job. There aren't better coaches. But from what I saw last year, they were moving in the right direction until Kyler hurt his shoulder. And that changed everything do for their who, season. Do you know who he hurt his shoulder against? I'm trying to remember. Off Seattle. Hand. Right. A defense in Seattle that got after him. So when you're in this division and you're playing up against these type of defenses, you've got to protect your quarterback. If, you drop, if you're dropping him back, and having him throw the ball all over the lot, he's going to continue to take a pound. Well, that's a real. Jay, Jay, that his frame a lot of quarterbacks doesn't allow that Prescott his, got hurt. his frame doesn't allow for him to take that pounding in that beating in the National Football League. That Prescott got hurt on an ankle injury. Jay, totally different. So, so, totally so, are you saying, uh, Jay? I want to, but uh, Key, are you saying when they have so much success when Kyler Murley, Murray's running, like you look at how much value he adds with his legs versus keep, his running backs, keep, much hey, more, much more keep, than when they're, keep, they're running the ball with the backs. Keep running him in and see where you go. Go on, roll him out right, there. So, what are you suggesting hey, go on you do and roll with him Kyler? Out there again? I get, I, I, I understand. You're making sense in terms of what exposes him to danger. I agree. But that's also what makes him special. How would Keyshawn Johnson, head coach or offensive coordinator, use Kyler Murray? I would, he would be more in a, a West Coast system style offense for me, more like Seattle. Get the ball out quick, shore up the offensive line, put him on the perimeter a lot like they do with Russell Wilson half rolls, things of that nature. All right. Well, he answered the question. Yes, he did. I mean, Seattle not having great shakes at the offensive line either, but a lot of times when Russ gets hits because he's holding the ball. Jay, we got to run, but I know you wanted to say something. I'm no, no, no. Hold off. We have, we we got have another run, three Jay, and a half hours. You're gone. We have another three Jay, and a half hours. That was uh, straight talk wireless, no contract, no <laughs> compromise. By the way, how significant is it that uh, Tyrod Taylor was named starter in Houston? We'll play T-T. hot news or not news after Sports Center. That's me. Are we doing Djokovic? We are. He advanced to the U.S. Open quarterfinals. Pulled away to defeat 99th-ranked American Jensen Brooksby and keep alive his hopes for a first calendar year Grand Slam by a men's player since 1969. This dude might be the GOAT, right? Djokovic improved to 25-0 and in majors this year. UConn coach Randy Edsel is stepping down immediately. Monday's announcement came one day after Edsel, 63 announced he'd retire at the end of the season. The school said that Edsel and AD David Benedict had come to a mutual decision that is in the best interest of UConn football program for Edsel to step aside immediately. Meantime, in terrible, terrible news, the Blue Jays shut out my beloved New York Yankees. But in excellent news, the Yankees remain atop the AL wildcard. Vladimir Guerrero Jr., oh my God, hit his 40th home run of the season, just like his dad, Marcus Simeon, Went deep twice, and the Toronto Blue Jays did beat the New York Yankees 8-0 on Monday for their fifth straight win. The Yankees, after winning 13 in a row, have now lost seven of their last nine games. Um, Sports Center is brought to you by Dollar Shave Club. Look like a million bucks with Dollar Shave Club. Upgrade to a DSC six-blade razor for a noticeably smooth shave thanks to their six precision-cut stainless steel blades. Find your perfect shave wherever you shop, in-store and online at dollarshaveclub.com. That's dollarshaveclub.com. 
In a 24-hour news cycle, everything feels like news. Yeah, it's not news at all. Let's find out what's hot news or not news. Key, will you tell me? Is this hot news or is not news? You're so scary. You're going to throw it to me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. ESPN NFL reporter Jeff Darlington joins us on the Goodyear Hotline. Jeff, where are you? There you go. He's in Miami. We know where Jeff is. You know what I noticed about... What's up, Max? What's going on, Jeff? I notice about, like, the Miami guys, you, you have a very similar cadence. Like, I think I can tell now when someone... I never knew Miami had an accent, and it doesn't exactly, but I think Miami has a cadence. Let's just listen to Jeff Darlington. Uh, Jeff... Really? Yeah, I do think so. I do think so. Huh. The, Texas, the Texans name is naming Tyrod Taylor their starter. Is this hot news or not news? Uh, not news, Max. I mean, we've been paying attention, right, guys? We know where this is coming. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's still incredible. It's fascinating that, uh, that we're talking about Tyrod Taylor starting on a team with Deshaun Watson, who's healthy. But that's where we're at, man. Not news. We knew this one was coming. Yeah, it's not news. It's Zach Taylor. I mean, uh, when you look at it, Tyrod Taylor at the starting quarterback spot. Poor guy. Lost his job in Cleveland. Then he loses his job with the Chargers for some medical issues that made him a medical doctor, made a mistake. And then you talk about the quarterbacks that's behind him, (laughs) Jeff Driscoll and David Mills from Stanford. That's a rookie. I mean, who else you going to turn to? Only hot news that will ever come out of Houston now is when, (laughs) you know, our boy Deshaun Watson goes somewhere. If he goes somewhere. That's right. Or gets on the field. Or gets on the field. That's the only hot news that will come out of Houston. Not news. Tyrod Taylor is reminding me a little bit of like early, early, mid like career Fitzpatrick in the sense that maybe he's a guy who can start for certain teams and after two or three weeks you go, ooh, he's good. Then he has two or three weeks where you go, okay, that's why we're still looking for a quarterback. But he's the best the Texans have easily right now. Right? Jeff, I got one for you, Jeff. Saquon Barkley eyeing a week yeah. one return. Hot news or not news? I mean, it's hot news. I mean, I think we should have expected this, but at the same time, Saquon has been trying to be extremely patient with this, and he is such an important player, not only for the Giants, but for the NFL. So, look, when Saquon Barkley feels like he's ready to come back, that's hot news. That absolutely, in my opinion, is a star player coming back to the league. Key? I would say it's... it's Hot news, I guess, when you think about it. They they need him for Daniel Jones, Dave Gettleman's job, Daniel Jones' security, and their future in trying to get the Giants back to the Super Bowl. I think it's hot news. It, it, the, the hotter news is I, I really – and I feel this way as a fan. I'm not saying it's going to happen. But a part of me, understanding how Denver's defense is and really not knowing personally where Saquon Barkley is health-wise, do I want Saquon Barkley to come back – for that game right away, or do I want Saquon, especially considering how the O-line is, mm-hmm. Jeff? That's what really worries me. Well, Understanding how injury-prone right. he is, like I want him to think more long-term instead of just short-term for the sake of coming back against his top-tier defense. It is hot news, and I'll tell you why. The Giants, if Good anything, point. their offens- offensive line got even worse three years after Gettleman's talking about Hog Molly's going to fix the line. It's worse than ever it looks in the preseason. But Saquon Barkley, behind a terrible line and the remains of Eli Manning as a quarterback, had over 2,000 yards from scrimmage with, like, 15 touchdowns as a rookie. So he is such That's a right. different talent. He can still make a difference. I agree. It's hot news. Okay. Um, where, where are we going Bill here? Belichick. Yes. I got you. Says vaccines alone won't solve all the problems, Jeff. 
What do you think? <laughs> it feels like an onion headline. Does that not feel like like something you see on the onion? Like, <laughs> oh, um, yeah, that's hot news, I guess. I mean, like, the one thing that I feel like contextually, if we do take this to a serious place, is that it's still important to remember when Bill Belichick was talking about this is all relating back to Cam Newton, essentially uh, his release and Bill Belichick saying that it had nothing to do with his release, the fact that he wasn't vaccinated. But we have to remember when you're signing a backup quarterback to your team and you're thinking about COVID, if that is an unvaccinated player and he's in close contact with the starting quarterback who tests positive, that unvaccinated player is now out for five days, even if he was just a close contact and doesn't test positive. That's very important. So, I mean, the statement from Bill Belichick, yeah, I guess it is hot news that now we understand the entire vaccine because of what he said. Key hot news or not news? Dr. Johnson? I mean, it's, it's, it's a little bit of both, but I'll go hot. I'll, follow, I'll kind Dr. of follow Johnson. Jeff on this one. I mean, you know, when you think about it, Belichick, is what he's saying is not going to solve everything because much like Jeff is saying, when you sign a player that you need, you can't just pass on everybody all the time when you need to fill your roster with players because somebody got hurt. And that player you may sign may potentially uh, not be vaccinated, but you have to pull the trigger on it because you need to fill that spot and that player might eventually be good. But you take a chance and you run the risk of close contact. I mean, I mean, that's a, I think that's a very good point. I just don't know that that's what Belichick meant by it. Jay, hot news or not news? It's not news in my opinion. I mean, look, it, when if there's a demand, you look across the field of supply and you see what is the best version of supply. And even if there is mitigated risk with what's available, you take what's available. I mean, it's something that every NFL team, every sports team in the country is going to have to deal with this. Let, let me tell you why it is hot news. It's hot news because what Belichick said was it was really idiotic, right? Belichick's a very smart guy, but this was a stupid, stupid, stupid statement. Uh, just because you get the vaccine, there are vaccinated players who also get. Yeah, no kidding. There are people who uh, wear seatbelts right. and still wind up in car accidents hurt, right? Does that mean you don't wear a seatbelt? Like, especially in the middle of a pandemic, mm. that is a stupid, irresponsible thing to say by a normally smart guy. So I say that is when, when someone like that makes a comment like that, that's hot news. Okay. Rob Ninkovich says that Mac Jones was helping Cam learn what? the playbook. Jeff Darlington, hot what? news or not news? <laughs> what? I mean, I love Ninkovich, and I, I believe what he's saying. I just, I'm going to say not news because I'm going to just save our guy Cam here a little bit. And say it without the exact context of what we're talking about. I don't want to blast the guy. Cam Newton uh, is actually one of the smarter quarterbacks. This guy digests playbooks very well. So I don't want to sit here and take what perceived to be potentially an unnecessary shot at Cam. The good news is, is that Mac Jones appears to be very capable of understanding playbooks. So we'll go ahead and give a nod to him. But I'm going to say this is not news. It's, it's not news at all whatsoever. I've never known Cam Newton to not understand a playbook, especially a second right. year in the playbook. It does, and like I always say, uh, Max and Jeff and Jay, every damn quarterback is smart. Uh, he wouldn't be out there running the offense. That's right. Stop it, Rob. That's so you know true. better than that. I, I, I don't even know what to say about this comment. <laughs> if this comment has any ounce of truth to it, like it makes me look at everything differently. So I, I, I don't know. I have to take a step back and reassess, but now I want to bring Rob on the show 
because we need we need to discuss this further if this is what he believes to be true. Let me let me ask you this before we move on, though, Jay. Have you ever in your basketball career helped a veteran player out on a certain set that he may not understood or anything like that? I have not keyed, but I know of guys. You have who, I know I know of guys who have. Like Rondo when he was young, probably taking Hall have. of Famers aside and being like, look. But, yeah. but, but, but that's not at the quarterback position, though, Key. You know what I mean? I, I haven't seen a point guard go to another point guard and help him out the plays. I've seen it more with centers, power forwards, guys who can't remember sets. I haven't seen it with QB. So. Yeah. Guys, it does not seem to me that yeah, Cam was having I, any problem with the playbook. It seems to me like yeah. his shoulder probably wasn't right. Like his, he was after that good game two preseason performance where I thought he took the lead. He was like, like you know, skipping rocks in the other. He was bouncing balls and stuff. It looked like he physically wasn't right. Game three, like let's be honest, something something wasn't all the way back with Cam yeah. yet. Is what it looked but I, like. But to I've me had, yet. but I've had younger receivers help me out on certain stuff as a veteran player that maybe I didn't understand exactly what we were trying to do, and that particular player helped me out before. So I'm not afraid to say that I've been helped before, and I'm sure Mac Jones to some degree has helped Cam just like Cam has helped him. That's part of being in a locker room and in a quarterback room and in a setting with your teammates. Mm. ESPN NFL reporter extraordinaire Jeff Darlington. Thank yes. you, Jeff. Look JD. at those nice apartment buildings. Thanks, guys. Those behind Was that the longest Florida. Nelly track that we've ever had? <laughs> how, how long do we have to run that Nelly track behind us there in that segment? Yeah, like, that's what happens when it's hot in here, Jeff. Yeah. We just had to keep going. It is hot in here, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Thank you for joining us on the Goodyear Hotline. Jeff Key, you got Man, something to read? I'm uh, pulling it up now. I don't. I'm I got it. If I could open up my phone and move well, there. I'll get it, Keith. Don't me, worry. Let me tell no, you in I the meantime. It, hold on. Well, let me tell you out. in the meantime that Keyshawn J. Will and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> and that uh, up next, we're going to tell you whether this team will teach us the most in week one. That's after Key has this from Goodyear. Now, Keyshawn Johnson, if you would, good sir. Yes, I am going to go right now, Max. It's our favorite time of the year. And we've been traveling the road of college football. And Goodyear knows the passion and the excitement it takes to drive forward. Whether your team is home or away, the game transitions is still the same. Through every first down, touchdown, fourth, fourth quarter comeback, by moving anything possible. Goodyear is here to drive you forward on the road that moves us all. Goodyear. More driven. Greeny with Mike Greenberg. I think the inside track for the number one seed, I've been saying it over and over again in the AFC, is Tennessee. Greeny, weekday mornings at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+. Plus. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive 
eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. John J. Will and Max is this beat right here, presented man? by Progressive Insurance. Abomatomically. Yes. Yeah. Uh, drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Call or click today and find out if they could save you hundreds on your car insurance. Mockeries. Hey. Lyrically performed on robberies. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. That's right there. Yeah, that was that was the second Woo album. Yes. That's right. Where would you rank the second Woo album among all Woo albums and affiliated Woo groups? That's the question. See, that's where we're going to go in this series. Key, that's you right. listen to Woo? You listen to Wu-Tang Clan Key back in the day? No, no I can't yeah. really say that I was really a Woo guy. I'm a West Coast dude, yep. so it really wasn't. Key goes as far east as, like, East L.A. That's, <laughs> <laughs> once you get past East L.A., that's yeah, as far really, east as he gets. <laughs> Woo was cool, but it's not, it wasn't like, you know, it just wasn't. It wasn't the L.A. thing, I guess. Right. Uh, right. Yeah, no. I, oh, we could rank Woo yeah, albums one man. day. All right, look. Devontae uh, Travis tweeted at us at Key and Max now? on the Dr. Pepper I Twitter didn't do nothing. And said, Cleveland will show us what they can do this season week one. That's why, guys, I said this is a big game. They rebuilt the team the smart way. I believe Baker will show everyone he woke up feeling dangerous. Jay, hmm. did he wake up? Do you think Baker woke up feeling dangerous? I, I, we talked about the Browns this summer, and I said, look, I, I think their expectations need to be to win a Super Bowl. Like, I don't, I don't see, you know, and I, I know everybody's going to start chiming in with what their realistic expectations could be. But as athletes, I never think realistically. I don't live on planet Earth. I live in my own mind. And for the talent you see this team having, if OBJ can come back off injury the way ding, that we've ding, seen ding. him. The talent. Ding, ding, key. This is what I'm saying. To me, that's the relationship that'll determine it. They can be good, there you go. but if they if Baker and Odell don't get some chemistry, I don't know if they can be great. Like they need that dynamic receiving threat. No, I don't think. I, I don't think. Look, OBJ is certainly an important part of the team's success that they could potentially have. But if for whatever reason, if he just becomes the second or the third best receiver on their team, I think they'll be fine because the defensive side of the ball has gotten better. They went out and they got Troy Hill and, and John Johnson from the Rams. We know that they signed to Davion Clowney to pair him with Miles Garrett. I think when you look at them overall, they get Greedy Williams back at the cornerback position. Back, yeah. they, so they get the whole secondary back, Max. On top of that, offensively, we know what they have. A second time around, right, they are now in the offense for a second time. This is not new to them like it was last year. It took them the second half to kind of get going, and we saw what they can be. With all that being said, I don't know if they can still upseed Kansas City. They're still going to be a very good football team. There's no question about it. But I don't know if they're quite Kansas City yet. Well, look, I think the outlying factor here is can Baker Mayfield improve upon the second half of last season? The second half of last season, he was – drastically a different dude 
He commanded the defense. Now, the, the offense. Now, if you want to say, hey, with OBJ not being on the field, it naturally allowed him to go through his progressions quicker because he didn't have to force the ball to OBJ. So if we've seen that maturation of Baker Mayfield as a quarterback, if he can sustain or take it to a new level, that elite performance, considering all the aspects that they brought to the team, this team is loaded. Let's not act like they're not loaded. They're loaded. Yeah, but the, but the, the, the narrative that was set out there about Baker Mayfield forcing the football to OBJ, that's just a bunch of – and it's not UJ. It's just what people tried to put out there. That was a bunch of nonsense. He was not – he did not get better because they lost OBJ. Oh, no, he no. He got no. better because he started to understand exactly what Kevin Stefanski wanted but, him to do within the offense. But, Key, uh, I, I – It to, just so I, happened I, I never, I never, to coincide I, I, with OBJ getting hurt. I, I never said that he got better with OBJ being I, off the field. I, all, all, all I was saying was that, look, you're a demonstrative personality. When you're on the field, if a quarterback – is not secure with who he is, and you're saying, give me the ball, you cannot tell me. And I've had this as a point guard. I've played with dudes like this. Give me the ball at this spot. Now, there might be other reads that might be open, but in the back of your mind, if you're not sure of where you are and who you are as a player, you're going to be looking to that demonstrative personality because they demand it. They're used to doing that. Now, if that person goes out, then all of a sudden you start finding the rhythm of the game just slightly differently. Well, I, I think there are two things going on. One – Baker Mayfield had four head coaches in about two seasons, like two seasons and Facts. a game. Four head coaches. Three, like you think three of, very bad ones, too. Yeah, mm. it, that's the point. Yeah. By the way, you think about Alex Smith. Well, he had all these different OCs early on. Three bad head coaches. Like, by the way, they're unemployable in the NFL right now, bad, right? Wow. Okay. Followed by the right guy for you. And then he took off. But key, so I think it's largely to do with that. And, and, and by the way, the Browns have – a great offensive line, protecting the passer, blocking for the run. But key, Odell and, and Odell and Baker did not have chemistry. I'm not, I'm not pointing to that as the no, reason they, they weren't no, good. They, they, they did not chemistry, have chemistry. But, they needed, but, but they didn't have chemistry. But at the same time, Max, it was new to them. J- Baker got better as time went on, and OBJ just happened to be hurt, so it coincided with the injury. It wasn't if if OBJ was there in week twelve, we would have seen something different. Well, we'll tell you how concerned this team ought to be about their franchise players. One Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio.